One of the general trends we've been following on this podcast is the potential of using coaching strategies in occupational therapy. And as therapists around the globe are dialing into teletherapy, this research trend merits some consideration. After all, coaching may be an effective strategy to consider as many of us are seeking to restructure how we offer our occupational therapy services in light of COVID-19. This week's article on occupation-based coaching via telehealth really paints a picture of how coaching techniques may be an effective tool for OT professionals as our profession navigates this new frontier. The study we are looking at today is small, but I hope you are able to draw some inspiration from it, along with some logistical ideas. And most importantly, I hope that you take comfort that even though teletherapy is new to many of us, it is a topic that has been studied for many years, and there is guidance in the research out there for you. Welcome to the OT Potential Podcast, where each week we discuss one influential OT-related journal article. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Lyon, OTRL, and this week we are looking at the journal article, Occupation-Based Coaching by Means of Telehealth for Families of Young Children with Autism Spectrum Disorder. This article comes to us from the American Journal of Occupational Therapy. It was published in 2018, and the article was chosen in response to the coronavirus pandemic. If you follow the podcast, you know that we typically draw from a list of the most cited articles related to OT, but for the next couple of weeks, we're going to be seeking out some topics really specific uh, to what we're seeing in our healthcare settings. I wanted to start with a brief note on coaching and our past discussions of it. Um, and before we just dive into the type of coaching described in this particular article, I wanted to step back and just take a bird's eye view of coaching because it is a term that we hear in our daily lives, um, but we are also seeing repeated in research. And honestly, defining coaching is just difficult because the practice, certification, and regulation of coaching is pretty nebulous right now. But in my reading this past week, the one consistent, albeit pretty oversimplified, distinction between coaching strategies and what we would consider traditional therapy that stood out to me is that coaching strategies really seek to empower clients to solve their own problems. Whereas when we think of traditional therapy, whether that's counseling or rehab therapy, we think of that as more a professional offering guidance and direction. And this theme of helping clients self-identify problems and self-generate solutions is consistent with the other research that we've explored in the club around coaching. And overall, the results that we've seen in these studies seem promising. Some of the previous topics that we've covered have been the co-op method, the autism meal plan, and to an extent, the play project. There are these different therapy approaches that are also drawing on these coaching strategies. So let's look at what exactly is occupation-based coaching. Occupation-based coaching is a specific set of strategies where the therapist basically helps coach the parent and the family uh, to go through the process of setting goals, exploring options, planning action, carrying out the plan, and checking performance. Oh, and then generalizing those results. The process differs from typical parent-mediated interventions where caregivers are typically asked to implement therapist-driven strategies. 
And instead, parents identify goals that align with their own family needs and then also identify what success would look like to their family. So what was the goal of this particular study that we are looking at? The article states that previous research has shown that occupation-based coaching may be effective at increasing parent efficacy and child participation. And the article also states that telehealth has been shown to be an effective option for families of kids with autism spectrum disorder. So the researchers wanted to know what happens when these two things are combined. The aim of the study was to explore whether occupation-based coaching via telehealth is effective at increasing parent efficacy and child participation. The study followed 18 families with children with autism spectrum disorder who were ages 2 to 6. So what details were given about the intervention? Um, First, we know that the sessions were delivered via Zoom, which I know many of us have been using this past week. And then this was, I guess, just one of the funky parts of the study. I read and reread the study, and I'm not sure how many sessions were delivered on average to these kids, nor how long each session lasted. If anyone listening to this podcast has more insight to this, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, I do know that the therapy took place over a 12-week period. I would guess that the sessions were one to three times a week and lasted an hour, but that just for some reason was not mentioned in this research. Now, the study does say that the interventions adhere to the five key principles adapted from a book called the Early Childhood Coaching Handbook. And these principles are authentic context, families' interests and routines, caregiver interaction and responsiveness, reflection and feedback, and joint plans. The goals identified by the parents were related to toilet training, eating, sleeping, bathing, social interaction, self-regulation, transitions between activities, and safety in the home and community. So what assessments were used in this study? All of the assessments were used were parent report, and they were the sensory profile, second edition, the social responsiveness scale, second edition, the parenting sense of competence scale, the assessment of preschool children's participation, and the Canadian occupational performance measure. And then what were the results and conclusions of the study? Notably, the researchers observed the following. A significant increase in parenting efficacy, no change in parenting satisfaction, a significant increase in the child's frequency of activity participation, a significant increase in diversity of activities in which the child engaged. These observations led the authors to conclude that the intervention increased parent efficacy and child participation, which aligns with findings from previous studies. So what were my takeaways from this research for occupational therapy professionals? As always, these are just my personal takeaways. They were not mentioned in the research, and they're really just meant to get your wheels turning about this topic. My first takeaway was just simply that we as OT professionals can still be effective in telehealth. One concern that many of us have expressed is whether we can be effective over this new medium without our tried-and-true hands-on approaches. This study, along with other research that we are gathering in the OT Potential Club, should bring you the comfort of knowing that we as OTs can still provide value even when we are not physically present. My second takeaway is that we as OT professionals are having to reframe how we think about our therapy. 
but that new research was already pushing us to do that. I know that changing the way we practice can feel overwhelming, especially when the change is piled on top of all the other life changes we are all collectively experiencing right now. But I hope you take comfort in knowing that research is increasingly supportive of using our skills in both a telehealth approach and a coaching approach. So as crazy as it might seem, the coronavirus may simply be speeding changes to our practices that were already in motion. We are not being asked to do something ineffective. We are simply being called to step into the future more quickly than we anticipated. And my third and final takeaway is just that we can do this together. I want you to know that the OT Potential community is here for you. I know that you all have questions, stresses, and worries right now. And we will tackle those one day at a time. And we can do so together as an occupational therapy community. Okay, that is all that I have for you this week. As a reminder, the OT Potential Podcast is an extension of the OT Potential Club. And the OT Potential Club is where we have all of our written resources along with discussion about these topics. We have multiple threads going right now in response to the coronavirus pandemic. And we are hearing from therapists all around the world asking questions and sharing resources. Uh, so I hope that you consider joining us in there. You can sign in or sign up at otpotential.com. And most importantly, again, this week, I just want to thank you for the work that you are doing and also just to keep your family safe and our community safe. And I hope that listening to this podcast is just one part of helping you provide great care this week.